Hi, I'm Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. And I am joined today by David Fox. Hey there. And Gary Winnick. Hello. And what we do each week is we go through what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. And I think I'm going to start this week because I don't get to start that often. So I'm just going to go. Uh, let's see. I was gone for three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I didn't get a lot done those days. Uh, I was down in Portland. My mom was having some surgery. So I went down, went down there to be with her. Nothing serious. Everything turned out great. So that is good. And uh, I've been adding a lot of new animations that Gary and Octavia have been delivering. So I get those into the game. Um, I have to, you know, update some animation files to get each of them to work. So it takes a little bit of time, but it's uh, it's not that bad. So I got all those in. I made some tweaks to the autoplay scripts to get them to be a little uh, more robust. Uh, mostly because of the animation, the autoplay scripts weren't testing the actors really out as much as they needed to. So I wrote some code so it puts the actors through all their different animations and make sure that uh, nothing crashes with those. And I've uh, been prepping a lot of dialogues um, for Lauren to do. I'm getting that all done. And I did not get new a new headset. I was supposed to get a new headset. I went to the store and I looked for a new headset. But I didn't really find uh, any that I like, so hopefully my volume is okay. Uh, see, this week um, I'm meeting with Steve Kirk, the uh, musician. He's in Seattle uh, for a couple of days, so we're going to get together and go over the music and get that all off and going good. I want to get a first pass at the translation system done so we can start entering text uh, into the database and it shows up translated and uh, get get the images um, being translated on the screen so i really want to get a first pass at that and uh, we're also dave and gary are work are working on what our next big sprint is going to be the last one was to get the town all working and that was kind of a long one that lasted about six weeks and i think that's a little long for sprints i think sprints should probably be you know three weeks to a month so I think our next sprint is going to be a little more focused and a little bit smaller and just doing a lot more refining of the schedule. Our goal is to have all of the art assets done um, by the end of February. We can still polish after that, but all the main stuff is done. So I think we need to do a little more tightening up of the schedule to make sure that we can meet that. So that was my last week and my next week. So, so since I know, Ron, that you're the eternal optimist whenever I want like an optimistic um you know, overview of something always turned to you. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> so, so my, so my question to you is how is prog given where we are now and given where we have to go since we've been working on this, I, I will say since January, how are you feeling overall about progress on the game? Are you feeling, you know, I'm going to use the word, um, you know, feeling, uh, you know, like things are kind of falling in line where you want them to be. Are you still worried about things? How are you feeling? I think I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that our pre-production stuff went really well, and I think the engine came together really well. I'm really happy about that. I feel like once we hit production, I feel like we didn't get off the block as fast as we should have. So it just it feels like there's just a little bit of scrambling that we need to do to get everything back on track to make sure we can make that into February date of having all of the art assets, you know, unpolished, but all of the art assets into the game by the end of, end of February. I think we can still do it, but I, I think we just came off the block a little slow. Yeah, I mean, I was more concerned, uh, I'm going to say, you know, a month ago or whatever before Octavia came out, Octavia came on. And then, you know, um, I'm starting to feel like everything is now kind of coming together, at least on the art side. 
Yeah, stuff. So we're getting a lot more stuff in the game, so you know, a lot quicker. And I think Mark is also, uh, you know, he's kind of up to speed now. You know, he's he's in his groove in terms of getting the rooms done at a really a really nice pace now. Um, I think it was a little slow at the beginning, you know, because he was kind of feeling his way around, you know, how this works and how the lighting works and, and you know, a lot of other stuff. But I think he's going good. So I, I think things are good. I think we're just we're just a tad behind. I mean, not a lot, but but a little bit behind where I would feel comfortable with us being. All right, David, you want to go? So I was gone last week. Had a great weekend in around Yosemite Park, and that was fun. But I listened to the podcast, so I, it's hard to, to stay totally away. We missed you. Oh, thank you. It sounded like you guys were all crying. And <laughs> well, well, yeah, and we had Mark kind of fill in, which yeah. you know, was nice. I was waiting for Mark to do, uh, like, you know, to pretend like he was me. And, and... Mark, Mark will be David Fox this week. <laughs> so um, for me, the last couple of weeks, really mostly taking Mark's new art and wiring it up. Um, I think in the last couple of weeks, I did the diner, the bank, the nickel, um, which is the, the newspaper, um, and just yesterday, the hardware store. Uh, a couple of these were really complex to do, um, especially when you have multiple sections of overlapping clipping that has to happen. I think you saw that in the nickel in the video that Ron did where you know there's this maze of newspapers and you have to make sure that you're clipping cro- properly across the current stack of newspapers and that you are between boxes that you don't end up clipping on the wrong one and so it's a lot of tweaking and back and forth that can only really be done both in the game and with the tool to to just walk boxes and then going back to the art and changing the art and you know so it took a while also um fixed some first set of bugs from rob which is fun um rob and i have worked together before on uh, several games and it was really fun to get his bug reports which are always really clear and just work with him on that even though we're in totally different time zones, we almost are never up at the same time. But it does mean, though, when you get up in the morning, there's a nice stack of bugs waiting for you. Yeah. So you can you know, fix, fix bugs while you're sipping your coffee. The only downside is if there's something where I can't duplicate his bug and I need more information, then I may have to wait for the next day to get the specifics and have him give me exact steps of how I got that to happen. Also, I, I think a couple of weeks ago, I was working on the wireframe programming for the first cutscene, back uh, flashback cutscene that we have and kind of got to turn that over to ron and he he added a lot more dialogue and stuff and you know one thing i could do is you know if we're going to do this later is just do a quick walk through what the steps were for taking mark's art and bringing it up to speed in a room and just describing that and that might be fun to do yeah, I mean, that, that could be an interesting blog post. Yeah. I know Mark is uh, going to do a blog post in the next few days, hopefully, about about the process of drawing the art. And what would could be really interesting is maybe you do a follow-up post after that, talking about you know what happens to that art after Mark's done with it, which is the stage that you take it through to get it into the game and get all the clipping planes set up and the lights set up and all that. Yeah, so it might be good to, to use the same room that he just that he's describing yeah you know, sorry, how, that, that how that works um it's it's definitely easier for me to do it now but it, each room is a totally different challenge um and sometimes mark draws the art 
in a way where it works great, but it doesn't work great for clipping. So I have to break it up in different ways than the way he's provided it so, so I can get the actors to clip properly. Yeah, and, and next week, mostly going to be doing more rooms, doing some testing myself, finding bugs and areas where we hadn't checked for things. So trying to keep ahead of Rob on that. Yeah, still finding bugs in the save game system. Yeah, found Like I think you found out yesterday that I wasn't actually saving strings. Right. And then when you did save the strings, there was a problem with a quote in the string. Yeah, escaping. They weren't being escaped properly on save. Right. Right. And it's a problem with, with the save game stuff. It just really speeds up testing. So I can book, essentially bookmark the game in a certain place and then jump in. But then if something is broken, rather than spending an hour or two trying to find it in my code, I'll immediately go through and try it fresh with without save game and may find that now it's working. So there might be something which isn't being saved or some state in the previous one which which was ignoring a code change I did. So that there there's a downside to that too. Yeah, I found something just the other day. I was testing it. I was just banging my head against the screen and I finally realized it was because the save game wasn't wasn't restoring itself properly. So um so David, I asked this to Ron before, but I'll sort of ask you, how are you finding this experience overall relative to, you know, how it felt working on this stuff when we were at Lucas together? I mean, how does it feel to you? Um, well, the lunches aren't as good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I find that, in fact, I have, half the time I don't even take a lunch break because everyone's, hey, we're going out to lunch now. So there was this, that part of it. Um, I think it's when I'm working on something, it's definitely more focused. So I might be working on something straight for a lot longer without taking the break where at the ranch there are a lot of distractions i think partly because i was you know we were all in salaries um it wasn't as important to make sure that every minute i was working on the game really was working on the game and there's a whole bunch of other things i might have been uh-huh, doing you guys were slacking at lucasfilm yeah, right. yeah we, we could have made we could have made twice as many adventure games had we did just had some focus and not screwed off as much. You know, reading the company all messages. And this is the precursor to bulletin boards. And well, see, I always read, you know, net dot Star Trek on the reading. <laughs> That's what I yeah. always read. Um, but you know, there's there's parts that is you know feel exactly the same. Now, instead of walking into your room to ask a question, or we'll, we'll use Slack and message you that way. So, um, but the so the mechanics of the experience are different, but the core of it, you know, the way it feels, is pretty, pretty similar. So yeah, it feels it feels really comfortable, kind of like just picking it up where we left off. I'm finding that my age is not making it difficult to remember pieces of you know to keep the whole thing in my mind. <laughs> that that was you know it's a concern. Can you remember a complete game? And I think we all forget stuff. So having a reference or having one of us remember or having having notes helps. Computers are way faster. Yeah, we, we had an issue with one of the rooms that Mark had done because I had I get together with Mark before he starts the room and we just talk through everything. I had misremembered a puzzle. I think I'd remembered an earlier version of the puzzle. And so I gave him this completely wrong direction on how to do the room. And the room was great. I think the room turned out really nice, but we kind of had to go through and do a little bit of puzzle redesign to uh, make up for, for my mistake on that. Well, I think the room looks better than what if, if we had remembered the puzzle. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I do. I think, I think it was actually lucky that we didn't, <laughs> didn't remember the puzzle. <laughs> lucky that you screwed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I think is different 
a big difference is because the computer is instantaneous. You know, say compile or do something, it, it comes back in seconds. Yeah, I remember like on Monkey Island, if we did a full recompile on Monkey Island, it would take about two hours. Yeah, so there there are times that you you'd push a button and you'd wait. You know, even just loading it back into the Commodore sixty four, it could take you know minutes for that to happen. And so because of that, there's there's this enforced downtime when you were waiting for something to happen that you did, and maybe you tended to do that longer and try to do go through code and double check the code more and make sure because you don't want to have to spend those you know minutes or hours for the next test round. Um, now it's much more interactive. I'll, I'll do a quick change, I'll, you know, do a reload in, in half a second and double check that it worked. Yeah, there's a little log message on my computer right now that when I started up the game for the scripts to load and compile, it took 0. 0.0025 seconds. <laughs> so all that probably means that you're focused more on the coding without breaks that were enforced. So time to stretch, time to get up, time to get a drink of water, whatever, that doesn't happen. You could literally go, you know, click, 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 click constantly without having to stop. Yeah, that's a really good point. So I think we have to enforce, you know, force myself to break away more often than I would have there. Well, I have a puppy that forces me to, to break away. What was that purple thing? <laughs> I have no idea what that purple and um and yellow thing was because I just I came back to the little mat that she sleeps on and there's just carnage everywhere and I I don't know what it is I'm going to find missing someday. <laughs> oh, you mean you like found that something was you know pieces of something but you don't know what it was that they're pieces of yet? Yeah, there was a whole pile of this uh, purple and yellow. I guess it was foam. It looked like little pieces of foam that were everywhere and whatever it was, she had completely destroyed it. And I and I don't I don't know exactly what it was that she destroyed. Our, our talking about dogs, our dog is old enough now to not rip things up like that, but she still does her her daily rounds to all the trash cans oh. that she can get her face into looking for snotty tissues and tips. <laughs> tasty morsels things that she could chew up so we have to either get covered waste baskets or put them out of our reach <laughs> all right gary so um i've been continuing to work on animation as you mentioned earlier we've been going through and just checking everything off of the spreadsheet that has to get done for this big push which we're um in fairly good shape on um this is the push on the town through the end of october i mean i have to actually graduate to finishing up some icons and some close-up screens as well uh, gone through most of those characters. Uh, the one thing that we're doing right now, both Octavia and I are actually redesigning um, Ransom a little bit because we wanted to sort of revisit him because there were some thing, there were some issues relative around, I'll say, his basic design that we wanted to address. Uh, the one thing that's kind of interesting about that is Ron had him go off and do his take on Ransom, and I'm not looking at what he's doing, and I'm doing mine, and I'm and he's not looking at mine, and then we're going to compare everything at once and kind of look at everything. And it's actually pretty interesting. I've mentioned this before, but Ransom really is a dick of a clown. I'll just say that. Yeah, he's he's really fun to write. Yeah, he's just... He is really fun to write because I can just make him a complete dick. Well, drawing him is the same exercise on a level is since i know his personality fairly intimately he's just not a nice person and when you draw a clown who intrinsically well i say although people think clowns are pretty creepy and scary the, the sort of the stereotype of a clown is not creepy and scary but ransom is actually not so much scary though he is creepy and he's you know obnoxious and a dick so 
working through that and um, that that's like I said coming together we should have that figured out in a couple of days um, there's a few other design issues around that but overall we're sort of just kind of working through and cranking through the animation right now to a um, certain degree you know I'm looking forward to working on ThimbleCon because we'll have a lot of different characters that will probably be you know kind of almost bit parts that show up for that and then Mark's rooms are really helping kind of, you know, set the tone as well for a lot of this stuff. So um, continuing on that, expect that that will, you know, go in through next week, certainly through the end of the month relative to making sure that we get all the icons we need and all of the close-up screens we need as well done. Okay. Does anyone have anything else or are we done? I think we're done. I want to talk about my dog, but my dog isn't, you know, getting into stuff the way you guys' dogs are. So I, I don't know if my dog's that interesting right now. How old is your dog? Uh, Two years. Uh, well, that's, that's still pretty young. That's about our, our dog's age. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will talk to you guys later. Okay. okay. All right. Bye-bye. So are we done? Yep, we're done. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.